Welcome to the Confluence Investment Management Biweekly Geopolitical Report podcast for April 25th, 2022. Financial sanctions levied against Russia because of the Ukraine war included notably freezing Russia's holdings of dollars in foreign banks. This action may have a long-term impact on the dollar's status as the world's reserve currency. I'm Phil Adler, and here to talk about the investment implications is Confluence Chief Market Strategist Bill O'Grady. First of all, Bill, perhaps we're only slowly coming to grips with the possible long-term ripple effects of these sanctions. Would you call the decision to freeze Russia's assets precedent-setting or perhaps even shocking? Well, I think it was shocking. Clearly, any nation in the world that thought it might some point be at odds with the U.S. would not have been accumulating foreign reserves denominated in dollars. Now, to be fair, Russia was attempting to diversify away from its dollar holdings by holding euro and, and yuan reserves. It also bought a lot of gold. But sanctions have effectively frozen about 75% of Russia's foreign reserves because most of these reserves need to touch the Western financial system in order to become liquid. Only Chinese assets can be used and probably only to buy goods from China. Reserve managers around the world now face a real problem. If a nation runs a trade surplus, what do they use for saving? Might this action erode confidence in the dollar as the world's reserve currency? If there were another alternative, it might. But the other alternatives are not all that attractive. There doesn't appear to be much daylight between the U.S. and the other G7 nations, so holding euros, yen, or pounds really doesn't accomplish much. Holding yuan puts you at risk of running afoul of the Chinese government, and, you know, that's really not all that hard to do. The broader ramification, in my opinion, is that this action taken by the United States and the other countries undermine the global trading system because it disrupts the global payment system. Uh, You mentioned reserve managers who might be less confident about holding reserves in dollars. How important is confidence regarding a currency status? For a currency, confidence is everything. When you study currencies in depth, you find that confidence is the core to the success or failure of a currency. Now, should the United States be concerned or worried about the impact of this action on the dollar? Not for the reasons you'd expect. There are still no good alternatives to the dollar. There is no other currency that is as widely accepted or has as deep of financial markets to hold saving. Instead, the real worry, I think, is the threat to globalization. As globalization erodes, the world becomes less efficient and much more dangerous. Bill, at the time of our recording this, the Russian ruble has rebounded from its sharp decline after the sanctions were implemented. Why? Well, there are a few reasons. The Central Bank of Russia has lifted interest rates to 17%. Now, it's down from an initial hike of 20%. Exporters, Russian exporters, are required to turn over 80% of their hard currency earnings to the Central Bank, which has has given them foreign currencies to bolster the ruble. And as you'd expect, with the economy slipping, imports uh, for Russia have collapsed, which reduces the relative demand for foreign currencies. What has the Russian response told us about what we might expect in a world where the dollar's status has eroded? 
Russia is demanding payment for energy in rubles. Although arrangements can be worked out for that, in reality, such a demand turns trade with Russia into purely bilateral. In other words, to acquire rubles, foreigners would need to sell something to Russia for rubles and then use those rubles to buy oil and gas. Russia's actions suggest that some nations may eventually move to bilateral trade relations with other countries too, which tends to reduce efficiency. Can you give Russia a grade on how it has handled this challenge so far? Well, from a financial standpoint, you have to give them an F because they didn't anticipate what the West would do. You could almost argue that the Kremlin didn't believe such sanctions were possible and thus they didn't prepare. Now, do you think, Bill, that we are in fact moving toward a world with two or multiple reserve currencies? I think it's inevitable. You could easily see a yuan block and a dollar block emerging, with many nations trying to remain neutral and thus would be holding both currencies in reserve. What action could the United States take to preserve monetary influence in a world with two or more reserve currencies? Well, the best action would be to keep the dollar attractive, but part of that would mean being open to trade, which is something that has become increasingly politically difficult in the United States. Bill, as this situation evolves, what are you keeping an eye on in particular? Well, I'm watching to see if trade flows start weakening and if inflation becomes a more persistent problem. I suspect that as the world regionalizes, efficiency will decline. Now, not everyone loses in this sort of world. Workers in the West that have competed with imports from emerging markets may find that they are in much better shape as expected trade pressures ease. But it's also important to note that as efficiency declines, so will profit margins. It's easy to see how these recent events lend credence to what Confluence Investment Management predicted many months ago, long before the Ukraine war, that globalization is on the wane. Trade is likely to become less efficient, meaning inflation will rise. Are there other trends we should anticipate? Well, I think we have a new arms race upon us. Uh, that was the topic of Patrick's report a fortnight ago. The other area to watch is commodities. We could easily see a situation where these reserve managers we noted earlier may decide to hold commodities as an alternative saving vehicle. That way, if they got in trouble with China or the United States, they could at least have those commodities to trade or consume. What should investors do to anticipate these trends? Well, we like commodities and the defense industry. Great care should be taken with fixed income as we may be in the early stages of a persistent rise in interest rates. Thank you, Bill. To our listeners, our discussion today is based upon sources and data believed to be accurate and reliable. We wish to state that opinions and forward-looking statements expressed are subject to change without notice. This information does not constitute a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security. Our engineer is Dane Stoll. I'm Phil Edwards.